This episode of Karaoke Geeky is brought to you by HempBombs.com. Go to HempBombs.com and use the promo code KBEPOD for 20% off all of your CBD needs. This episode is also brought to you by Vapor.com. Go to Vapor.com and use the same promo code KBEPOD for 10% off all of your vaping needs. And this episode of Karaoke Biggie is also brought to you by Fantasy Football. Think you know something about football and want to put it into action? You don't know anything. Don't Fantasy know Football. Anything. This episode is also brought to you by a newest sponsor, Eat Me Guilt Free. Go to uh, our Facebook page. And follow the link to Eat Me Guilt Free. It is a snack place for people who want to watch their sugar and carb intake. Eatme.com. Tell them KBE sent you. Hey, eat me, pal. And away we go. And it's time to step up to the mic and give it all you got right here on Karaoke Big E. My name is Big E, and with me this week is the creator of this here podcast. You know him, you love him from such shows as Couch Pilots and Ernest Goes to Somewhere. Now he's been there and new in there, what is it, the Ernest P. Worrell Society. Sure. Sure. It's a new podcast. Close enough. About Ernest P. Worrell. You remember that guy? He said, I know what, uh, I know what you mean, Vern. <laughs> you know what I mean, Vern. It's, <laughs> please welcome, Jason. I created the show, and uh, I can't uncreate it. How about that? He created it, and he cannot uncreate it. You mentioned Couch Pilots. It's another uh, show I do. We talk about TV shows that only had one episode. There's like four other shows out there that kind of do what we do. Mm-hmm. How many other karaoke podcasts are there? I can't say there is very many. Swish, slam dunk. It's uh, kind of been uh, one of those times in our lives where it hasn't really become a uh, karaoke podcast here lately. Uh, right. You know, Kevin's not here with us tonight because he is in the middle of a move. And that's why I'm here. And Jason's here because he always, he's Captain Save-A-Ho. Captain Save-A-Show, some say. Oh, I, I like that. Captain Save-A-Show. He comes and uh, makes sure we get this... Uh, Thing done. Me and Kevin's done a couple here, remote ones. I mean, I'm sure they've been fine. I haven't been able to hear them. I've heard a little bit. Uh, we did a last week. Kevin did a a sixer, threw a sixer in there. He one he's real proud of. Uh, he interviewed a bunch of local artists. So uh, he, yeah, that was uh, cool. I heard that one. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna go and take. I'm gonna take credit for that show too. Take Cause, it because it wouldn't happen without karaoke Biggie. So no. I essentially I created the sixer too. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it. I'll give you credit. Even though it was even, I lie, you know, I came up with it. I told, sorry, Jesus Christ. I told Kevin about it and it really, it really struck with him. It was something I wanted to do while everybody was in quarantine just to have a little bit more out there. It's absolutely your guys' baby. Obviously I'm joking. That's an interesting listen too, because uh, I like the, in the, uh, in the tagline for it's like, you know, six songs. Similar theme by people who are not experts. Not That's experts. Funny. That's funny. We, I like we, that. We don't know anything about. We can go to Wikipedia like anybody else can, and sure, I mean, we could write in the Wikipedia, and it could get absolutely. It you could, could get removed. 
You mentioned that uh, you didn't listen to those episodes, right? Of Karaoke Biggie. I I haven't. That's how little of podcasts. But why? Why is that? I turn them on Mm -hmm. at night. Yeah. And before I know it, I'm completely asleep. But it's more of a segue to set you up for saying you have a job and to find out how that job is. I currently, as everybody knows, I currently work for uh, a uh, store that sells uh, phone equipment for uh, Verizon. Um, it's gone really well. Uh, I was uh, first, uh, let's just say uh, my first two weeks uh, that ended out the month that I was on the sales floor the whole time, uh, I kicked ass. Nice. Are, are you liking it? I do. I do like it. I, I do honestly. I like it. I like helping people. I I I can't complain yet. But there's you know there's times where it's like it's stressful because somebody will walk in and they want to point the finger at you. People get angry. In like, customer service. Yeah, people get angry. They think they think you work directly for Verizon. And I don't. I have nothing to do. I work for the digital store, right? Which works for which sells Verizon's equipment. Yeah. But we do not work for Verizon. Yep, you're your own entity. Right. We're a slave to them as well. I mean, their customer service is hit or miss with us. Yeah. Like when I call in, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's not that good. Now, you are uh, you are sleeved up tattoo wise. Yeah, all the way up. Do to they my... do they make you cover those? Yet? Do you have nope. to wear long? Okay, they don't no, care. I wear I. Wear polo and polos and khakis and dress shoes every day. Do you ever wear wife beaters or, uh, <laughs> or, or complete cutoffs? No, no. Uh, but no? Okay. funny story today. I had to go to the Pekin store to pick up something to go drop off in Morton for a customer, and uh, I walked in the door. They haven't met me there in Pekin, so I walk in the door. I was like, "Hey, I'm here to pick up a transfer," and the guy goes in the back and grabs his boss. He goes, "He says it's Scott from the Morton store, but I don't know because I showed up like this and." You know, my Kith shirt and my... It's, it looks like Kiss, but it's four pictures of Mike Tyson dressed like the members of Kiss. And since he has a lisp, it's Kith. Kith. Like Kith and Kin. Kith and Kin. So they're like... He, he was leery of uh, giving me something to take to another <laughs> store. They, and the other guy... I haven't met nobody there, but they, they quickly realized that I worked for who I worked for. But. Don't you have a, a like a uh, the Dude Abides shirt? Yep, I got a Dude Abides shirt. Next time you go in that store, you wear that, and then just be bleeding from somewhere <laughs> and, and see if they want to work again. <laughs> just have an open wound. Something uh, something in the a theme of festering. Yes, yeah, a festering wound. Yeah. Wound, yeah. So, see if they, see if they want to work with you then. <laughs> this guy says he's from the other store, but he's, um, he's festering out there. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, that'd be fun. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good gig. I mean, I'm having I'm having a good time. I mean, physically, it's not as demanding. Oh God, no, no, no! It's not physically demanding. It's mentally challenging sometimes. Um, hours are I like the hours because I got tired of getting up at you know I'd always have to I can't be here that long. I got to get up at yeah you know, I got to get up at two thirty in the morning. Seven to fifteen p.m. rolls around. You're like, guys, I should have been in bed an hour, hour ago. ago. Like, that God, is man. no longer an issue. Thank God. Right, do you are you like locked in to that getting up early and going to bed early? Or since the new job has, do you feel like there has been a um, a change in, in your? There's a little bit of a change. I don't get up. Uh, I still get up fairly early, about five thirty. So your your circadian rhythm has is balanced out a little bit better. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's we're not meant to be nocturnal. No, no. we force it because we want to have fun, right. or we're forced to because we work. But by all means, 
sleep when sun goes down, awake when sun is up. Exactly. That's how we're programmed yeah, as human beings. Uh, we were we were sitting. Dylan was doing his uh, Dylan was doing his schoolwork on the computer the other day, and yeah. they were talking about how uh, daylight. They're still trying to get rid of daylight savings time. Um, you want to come home? Yeah, daylight, uh-huh. come on, me wanna go. Six foot, seven foot, eight foot, punch. Work all night on a drink of rum. Daylight, come. <laughs> We've done that song. Have you? Yeah, that was great. I love that song. <laughs> well, I just watched Beetlejuice for the 700th time last night before it's, I went to bed. A weird show. I love Beetlejuice. It's, it's so one of my weird. favorite. What's, uh, what's that guy's name? Harry Belafonte. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yep. And then the, there's this... Uh, one part where uh, Beetlejuice comes and uh, <laughs> he turns in that he turns into a snake from a sure rail, he does, yeah, and he picks up uh, <laughs> picks up uh, the dad and he goes, we "Come for your daughter, Chuck." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he goes, "Where are you going, around, boy? We're gonna have some laughs." <laughs> and you, you look back at that and you think, who else could possibly play that role? But it's you forget, you forget that it's Michael Keaton, and yeah. you're like, "Oh my god, he's the best." Did you ever see when Michael Keaton hosted uh, Saturday Night Live a couple years ago? Probably five years ago, he come out for the bird, like something about the bird from the Birdman movie, or something. Was he promoting that? I bet he was. Yeah, uh, the uh, yeah, I can't remember what that was, but that was an interesting film too. He comes out during the monologue, and this is probably five years ago. So you got uh, Taron Killam, who's on the cast, Mm -hmm. and you have Bobby Moynihan, Mm -hmm. and they're they're young guys about you know about my age, maybe a little older, maybe a little younger, and they grew up watching him as Batman. They grew up watching Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. So Michael Keaton's out there delivering his ho-hum monologue, and all of a sudden they kind of fanboy scoot up to him, and they start to sing a song about, you know, Michael Keaton, would you play Batman with us? They're like singing how they want to play with him as these characters, <laughs> and he's, a, he's like a 60-year-old man. You're like, okay, I get it. But uh, it, is, it is funny how those characters, and specifically him as an actor playing those characters, has the uh, the effect that has had on people of our generation, right? Right there, and then uh, I mean, that was supposed to be a kids' movie back in the day. <sighs> and so there's uh, there's a part where he goes, <laughs> "Nice," he goes, "Nice fucking model, honk honk." That and, I, and I then think that, then yeah. they purposely place a strip club in the middle of the Dietz's uh, model of their town. And then he goes like dancing towards yeah, it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's such a weird show. And it's funny because it's, I think it's like one of the, one of those last films that's a PG. Cause in the early eighties you had, you had PG, you had R and then you had like triple X, which is like dirty, disgusting right. penetration. But like in PG, in that film, they say fuck like twice. Yeah. And you can't say fuck in a PG movie no, now. You can't. It was, it was a time before PG 13, that, that weird gray middle ground. That so many movies settle in these days. I love, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. Uh, right before I left, Step Brothers was on. Great show. Fucking love that movie. Great show. It was right. Benina, the Pinta, the Santa Prestige worldwide. At anytime I would do uh, trivia with Kevin, he um, a lot of times he is hosting the trivia, but when he's not, his team name is Prestige Worldwide. Is it? Yeah, every time. Well, it was funny because uh, he's. Uh, in our group chat, Adam goes, oh, you got the, the drum set house. And I'm like, yeah. I'm going to put my nutsack on your drum set. And then, yeah, okay, so I have, uh, I have an iPhone, and you can click in the iPhone to like look search through GIFs. Mm-hmm. So I put like Step Brothers. And of course, nothing dirty like that comes up. But I find if you go to Google and you type in something dirty, it could even be like hardcore sex stuff. But I put in like Step Brothers nutsack drum GIF. And of course, there's a GIF there. I copy it. 
and I paste it right into that group chat. So everyone's looking at Will Ferrell's fake nutsack. <laughs> right on his nutsack. So before, we were going to record a couple weeks ago, and then um, we couldn't do it. But we had a theme that we thought we were going to do. Okay. It, and I think it was going to be show tune, uh, TV themes. TV theme songs. TV yeah. theme songs. We've done them before in the past. This is TV theme songs part two, maybe. Okay, I I don't know what I'm going to sing, but yeah, because we never really you and I really I talked before and settled anything. Uh, uh, I did. I'm I've got one that I'm going to sing uh, that I told you I was going to sing. Okay, um, but we can go. You can pick whatever you think you know. Um, I'm I'm thinking you know like uh, things I'm thinking about are like Family Ties, Cheers, of course, is a popular one. Full House. Is a popular? Oh yeah, we haven't done Full House. We've done Cheers. But the thing about some of those, it's like an intro is thirty to forty-five seconds long, mm-hmm. and then so when you go to sing the song, you're like, oh, I've never heard these other two verses in my entire my life. life. Exactly, and that's what happened with the song that I'm going to do. Okay, because uh, I, because I, I had actually, I had, I had picked up another couple songs, but we can do that next week if you want, and I can figure out something for our TV theme songs. Yeah, next, yeah, I'll, well. Uh, a little behind the curtains. Next week's going to be next episode after we're done with this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not coming back here. Oh, actually, I'm coming back to record Couch Pods next week. But yeah, for this show, immediately recording after this, which is fine. It'll give me a chance to drink some more beer. There you go. So, what's um? Do you want to? You have it all queued up? Well, actually, I got it queued, but I'm going to go to the wiki. And uh, I don't. I forget. You told me what this is. I don't remember. So I, I'm interested to hear what you picked. What you landed on? Uh, the greatest American oh, hero that's theme right. song. I do remember that. <laughs> that's that's a song that almost has. It's almost crested pop culture, and it's it's a parody of itself. Like it, it's so over the top '70s fluffy pop kind of that it's it's its own it's its own thing. I don't think people really associate it with that show anymore, and they hear it because. Um, it's been in films, right? People have used it in films. Yes. I, I was thinking The 40-Year-Old Virgin, but I don't think... Is that it? Was it in The 40-Year-Old Virgin? I don't think so. I can't remember what was in there. Um, anyway, it's it's a it's a good song. It's a great, like, pop kind of... Pop thing. I'd, I'm interested to see I'm what sure you... Go uh, to the wiki. Yeah, go to the wiki. Uh, All right. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. The Greatest American Hero. Uh, opening theme. The theme from America's Greatest Hero, believe it or not, performed by Joe Scarberry. Sure. Uh, composers, Mike Post, uh, country of origin, United States, of course, and English is the language. Uh, the great. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the show, because that's where basically why, why the song even existed. Absolutely. Uh, the Greatest American Hero is an American comedy drama superhero television series that aired for three seasons from 1981 to 1983 on ABC. Created by producer Stephen J. Cannell, it premiered as a two-hour pilot movie on March 18th, 1981. The series featured William Catt as teacher Ralph Hinckley, Robert Colt, uh, Culp as FBI agent Bill Maxwell, and Connie Selica as lawyer Pam Davison. The lead character's supername was changed by Hinckley to Hanley, for the latter part of the first season, immediately after President Ronald Reagan and three others were shot by and wounded by none other than John Hinckley Jr. Yep, that's right. The character's name was uh, reverted to Hinckley after a few months had passed. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird... I've never heard that. That's, that's a very bizarre coincidence. So they, so they say, hey, 
His name's Hinkley. Um, so he is that's a superhero name is Hinkley. But then the president gets shot by a man named Hinkley Jr., so they change it to Hinkle. Yeah. And then change it back. And then after everything blows over, they change it back to Hinkley. You know what's funny is that uh John Stamos, we're talking about Full House. Mm-hmm. And I, I grew up at the right time for Full House. When he first started the show, uh John Stamos character Uncle Jesse, his name was um Jesse uh, something. It was. It, it started with a K, and then they changed it a couple seasons, uh, like a season or so in the show, to Jess, Jesse Katsopoulos. <laughs> Katsopoulos. But it wasn't that in the beginning. It was something else. Oh, and, was it? And they changed it, I think, so they could play up his Greek heritage, uh, which they lean yeah. to yeah, in, they in do a few lean episodes. Into it heavy. Yeah, there's a few episodes where they really lean on that, um, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, I don't Co- no, I think it was like Jesse Cochran. Oh, I think so they called him Jesse Cochran, and something that was not. Super Greek. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, you know, you should, he's, he looks Greek, and he is. <laughs> he Let, is let's Greek. call him Katsopoulos. And so they, there's another example. But there was no one named Katsopoulos or Cochran who tried to kill Ronald Reagan. No. That I'm aware no. of. Well, I'm, I'm not a student of, his, of uh, history, though. I have not heard this uh, karaoke version I'm about ready to play, so hopefully it's good. You know what? I was talking to my daughter about this. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. I was talking to my daughter about how, um, and it's, it's kind of maybe a light metaphor for capitalism, Uh it's good that no one has a monopoly on something because mm-hmm. when they do, it doesn't have to be very good and it can be very expensive because if there's a demand for something and you're the only one who supplies it, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. We're the only karaoke show. Yeah. So do we investigate every song and try to find the best track? No, but where else are you going to go for a fucking karaoke podcast? Exactly. Right? Exactly. We have a monopoly on this. That's right. It's ours. What are you going to do? You're going to go, hey, I dare you, find some other karaoke podcast, right? And it's not going to be as good. No. Will it be more rehearsed and refined? I don't know. After Maybe. the song, after the song, <laughs> I tell a little story. Yeah. about work in this okay. in this here podcast. I'm, I'm ready to hear it. All right, I'm going to step to Mike and give it all I got. <sighs> Beer. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's fine. Are, you, are we sitting through a commercial right now? No, it's it's loading up right now. Oh yeah, listen to that. Look what's happened to me I can't believe it myself Suddenly I'm upon top of the world To be someone else <laughs> Believe it or not I'm walking on air Never thought I could feel so It's just me Just like the light of the new day It hit me from out of the blue Then out of the spell I was in Making all my wishes come true Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. I never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? 
Nana, it's just me to be true. Look at me falling for you. See, these are parts of the song nobody knows. Absolutely. <laughs> That sweet 80 cent. Believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Never thought I could feel so free. Flying away on a wing and a prayer. Who could it be? Believe it or not, it's just me. Walking on air. So free. It's just me I'm walking on air So free Flying away On a wing and a prayer Who could it be? Believe it or not It's just me Walking on It's still going So free It is done now Oh, that song is great. Nice. Reminds me of Christopher Cross. It does. Yeah, that's ex- that is exactly right. Actually, yeah, you did a great job. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you. That's a that's a fun one. That is a good one. You know, I looked it up while you're singing, and it was in the Forty Year Old Virgin. It I, was. I can't place the scene. I think I could pull it up here, but I wouldn't do any good for anyone at home. Uh-huh. But because I was thinking, I, I know the like the first time it really registered with me, and it was that film, which is a great. Do you love that movie? I love it. Love that movie. Oh, Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh my. God. Oh, Kelly Coxon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a great, great American film. So uh, here's my story. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's hear it. I tell, you know, of course, I'm proud of my podcast. So I tell, I tell my boss about the podcast because he listens to podcasts, mm-hmm. but he's kind of a sports kind of podcast, kind of listener to sure. kind of guy. But yeah. Takes all still, kinds. He still listens to them nonetheless, right? So I was like, you know what? One of these days, or I'm going to play, while we're dead, I'm going to play the best episode of karaoke be ever oh which ever to one? happen which one is that hickety tuesday the very first one the very first hickety <laughs> tuesday and what was he like he's like oh this is the most ridiculous thing i've ever he heard he was fucking cracking was up. he <laughs> he was like i don't know what you guys are fucking talking about right, right. this is fucking funny yeah it's it was a good one that's probably the that could, if that was a if there was ever to be a podcast nominated like right. an emmy right or a Grammy. Yeah. Or a Tony. Sure. That was it. Yeah, we've had Mark Marin talk to the President of the United States. Yeah. You know, we've had this serial podcast digging deep <clears throat> into true crime. But if you took a take a look across the pantheon of existing podcasts and their episodes, Hickety Tuesday is at the top of the list and prime for the big awards. Mm, it had it hands had, down. It won all. Hands down. The comedy podcast of the century. Hands up? No, hands, hands down. down. Hands down, sir. Um, oh, what do you what, what are you feeling, Jason? I've got some I've got some real bad ones here. If that's uh, all right, yeah, throw them at me. So I'm an old man now, but um, I used to be a young man. Uh-huh. And uh, in those days, I would watch the Nickelodeon television program or yeah. the network. A as great it were. network when I was a, a youngin. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, so the couple shows that I used to watch, and I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a twofer because these are so short, and I, I might just have to sing along with the actual intro if that's okay with you. Of what? Um, well, two shows. One, 
It's a show called Hey Dude. Hey Dude. Do you remember that show? I do. I don't remember. I think that was a little bit past my um, my youth for Nickelodeon. It was. Um, I remember the kids being old, you know, but they, they were they're probably like 16, 17. I was probably you know eleven, twelve watching it. They're young kids working on a dude ranch, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's the drama, the love, the excitement of being around horses and cattle and dust. And a young Christine Taylor, who would go on to play Jan Brady in the uh, oh, yes. uh, Brady Bunch movies, and yes, also yes. marry Ben Stiller until their uh, divorce just a few years ago. Yes, let's uh, let, let me let me let me look up a little information on Hey Dude. Look that up, and while you do that, you may, you may talk about the second the second yes, one. Yes, yes. The next one is another Nickelodeon show, and that show's called Salute Your Shorts. A uh, little bit past my okay. time again. And this ran, I think, a little bit longer. It's two seasons, maybe twenty episodes. And this is an absolute no-budget show with like a handful of sets and a lot of outside recording. A bunch of kids just at camp, at the summer camp, right? Mm-hmm. That's the dream. Spend a, it doesn't sound good, really, on paper, but having a whole summer away from your parents, hanging around with kids, fishing, swimming, canoeing, archery, all the great stuff that camping brings. And this, uh, this show, really the only person I think that's notable out of actually, I'll say there's two. Well, you know, I'll say there's three. Mm-hmm. Christine Cavanaugh, R.I.P. She was the voice of Chucky from not the Child's Play movies, but Rugrats. Rugrats, yeah. And then you also had, um, oh, who's that other guy? Oh, uh, Pinsky, who's only on 10 episodes, and he was in a band called Rilo Kylie, which is very popular with Jenny Lewis. Okay. And then you also have Bobby Budnick, and he, I can't remember that kid's name, but he was the little redheaded fuck on um, Different Strokes. Remember at the end, they brought in a little white kid with a red yes. hair? Yes. He was there, and he was also had a like a, a two minute role in uh, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. He was John Connor's friend. At, like, Did he have the little uh, the red haired mullet, like the bowl? I think so. Thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, no one really rose to prominence from that show, but there are a couple shows that uh, I can strongly say that I know all the words to. Okay, it's one of those weird things. It's where like I haven't seen those shows in 15, 20 years. Right, but you still know their theme song. Those lyrics are, are seared into my conscience. Like I could, I could have more information about maybe like a better career or a way to make money. Like you're financially minded, but instead, I have real estate taken up in my head about '90s kids television programming theme songs. Nice. I don't know if it's nice, but <laughs> I'm going to get into the wiki for the first one for uh, for Hey Dude. Hey Dude, please. Hey Dude is an American Western comedy series that aired from July 14th, 1989, to August 30th, 1991. With a total of a with a total of sixty five holy cow half hour episodes produced over five seasons, the show was originally broadcasted on Nickelodeon. You know what's Star, funny? It was created by D. LaDuke. You know what's funny about that? The sixty five episode thing. Yeah. At that time, Nickelodeon had a rule that you could not have over sixty five episodes. Oh, really? Even their most popular shows, like uh, like a Clarissa explains it mm-hmm. all and stuff. Those shows could not have more than sixty-five episodes in an attempt to keep the the stars on the channel young mm-hmm. and to keep new content churning out. Nice. So I guess that fell victim to that rule. Uh, starred uh, David Brisbane, Kelly Brown, Jeffrey Cry, Jonathan Galkin, Deborah Coleman, Coleman, uh, David Lasher, Christine Taylor, Joe Torres, Josh Teagle. Yeah. Uh, the music was uh, the theme song was produced by Dale Jarvis. Uh, five seasons, 65 episodes, just like you said. 
the series is set in a fictional bar, bar none dude ranch near the city of Tucson, Arizona. It portrays the life of rancher owner, the lives of ranchers owner, his son, Mr. a ranch. Yep. Ranch hand and four teenage summer employees. Hey dude is a comedy that was aimed towards teenage audience. Yep. Absolutely. So, do you got the? You said you know him by heart, so I'm just going to cue the music up over. You here. can. I guess I'll sing over the current lyrics. It's, I don't know. Yeah, because I'm gay. You're not going to get a karaoke version, yeah. but there is one over <laughs> here with the. It's a flawed premise, right? With, with, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know the whole thing. So, if if you want to point to me, I'm gonna when uh, it's uh, when it's ready to go. Yeah. Let's see if this music comes up. Why don't you step up to the mic and uh, give it all you got? You got it. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. It's a little wild and a little strange When you make the home out on the range So start your horse and come along Cause you can't get a ride if you can't hold on Singing yippee ki yeah yippee ki what? Like the cowboys say Sing it again now yippee ki Get along little doggies Till the break of day Better watch out for those man-eating jackrabbits And those killer cacti Hey dude It's like a minute long yeah, That was great and then you don't remember that at all. You have no, no recollection, no of, recollection hey dude. of Hey Dude. Yeah, and you you watch that when you're young. You're like, oh my god, Christine Taylor, she's beautiful. And some of them were like lifeguards, so they're like in bathing suits. And like you're 11 or 12 years old, and you, you don't really understand what you're like. You're kind of like, oh, I, I think I'm supposed to be attracted to this. Mm-hmm. They were cute, cute young ladies, you know, being attractive on a dude ranch. Some drama, some horses. It's everything a young boy would love. Everything a everything, young boy would love. Everything. And the next one. What is? What's the name of the next show? Salute, I'm look salute your shorts. Salute your shorts. Yeah, that's a great one too. And this one, uh, like none of the cast members sang the "Hey Dude" theme right. song, but "Salute Your Shorts." It's at least presented as though the uh, the camp the campers that we know from the program are all like in a choir singing, like you know, it's like you would sing camp songs, right? Sitting around the right. fire or something. They're like in the lodge, like being instructed by the head camp counselor, all singing this theme song. Was it actually their voices? I don't know. I don't care, but it looked like it was, and to me as a young man, I, it absolutely was. So that's another one that uh, that I enjoy, and I'm going to take a stab at singing. All right, uh, <laughs> let's get let's get into the wiki here on this one. Yeah, let's do Salute it. Salute Your Shorts is an American comedy television series that aired on Nickelodeon from 1991 to 1992, with returns, with reruns until early 1999. Yeah, it was based on the 1986 book Salute Your Shorts. Life at Summer Camp by Stephen Slavinkin and Thomas Hill. Starring Kirk Volley, Megan Beerwick, Michael Bauer, Danny Cooksey, Venus DeMilo, uh-huh. Tim Esther, Heidi Lucas, Eric MacArthur, Blake Sofer, Steve Slavakin. Uh Let's see, 30 minutes it ran. It said the series is set in a fictional summer camp. Camp Onawana. Yep, that's right. It focuses on teenage campers, their strict and bossy counselor, and the various capers and jocularities they engage in. The, what, the thing I remember most about the show are the capers. The capers that they got into? Yeah, all the capers. <laughs> it was primary film, primarily filmed at Franklin Canyon Park 
and Griffith Park Boys Camp with Griffith Park within Griffith Park in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. The title comes from a common prank campers play on each other. A group of children steal a boy's boxer shorts and raise them up a flagpole. Hence, people see them waving like a flag. Other children salute them as a part of the prank. And that was done at the very first at the very first episode at the very beginning. Right. A new camper comes in. They mess with him, steal his stuff, and they and they tell him to turn around, look at the flag, and salute his shorts. And the show begins. Uh, in the second season, Blake Sofer joined the cast playing the part of Suave Preppy and ladies' man Ronald Ronnie Foster Pinksky. That's the guy from Rilo Kiley. Yeah. yeah. His clashes with the more his clashes with the more rough and tumbled Budnick, yep. Danny Kukski, yep. became a reoccurring theme and the source of various capers. More capers. Ugh. As the two boys vie for the attention of girls at Camp Anawana. You got ZZ Ziff. I remember her. You got Telly. She's the, the black athletic girl. And you had uh I can't remember Heidi Lucas. I can't remember who, what the, her name was, but she played like the the preppy kind of beautiful girl. And um, yeah, fun show, seared in my memory. Again, haven't seen it in probably twenty years, but those things are in my head, just taking up what I would consider valuable real estate. Uh, are you ready to do this one? Oh, I suppose so. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hit. Why don't you step up the mic and give it all you That'll got? That'll be fine. We run, we jump, and swim, and play. We row and go on trips. But the things that last forever are our dear friendships. Camp Anawana, we hold you in our hearts. And when we think about you, it makes me want to fart. It's I hope and we never part. Now get it right or pay the price. Now we will share a lifetime of our fondest memories By the lakes of Anawana, set in the old pine trees Camp Anawana, we hold you in our hearts And when we think about you, this thing came apart Think Anawana, wanna speak Anawana, wanna lake Anawana, wanna up! Hey, how are you? So these are by no means classic TV themes. That was great. But maybe the only ones that I know. It's obscure. They're absolutely obscure. I, I hope to God that you have a more popular one to sa- uh, sandwich me well, in here. I'm going to have to... F- now, after those two, I'm, I'm going to have to really dig deep and uh, uh, think of ones that I really enjoy. Because, you know, when the older you get, mm-hmm. TV went away from the theme song. It's almost a monopoly thing, like I was talking about earlier. Like when you had three big networks, you could pump out just sludgy, copied and paste, repeat shit. But there's so many different avenues for stuff now that people have refined and, and rejuvenated what a sitcom can be and what those intros look like. But you're right, those classic intros aren't around anymore. You know, sometimes you get like a five second little noise, like Mad Men was kind of a weird noise, or Breaking Bad was just noise. There were no lyrics. Right. But we want we want something to sing. We want to sing along, you what, know. What the, what's maybe I mean not sitcom wise, but the last like show that had a good theme song to in my head. What, what do you Sopranos? Think? Okay. Woke up this morning, morning got, got myself my a gun. 
Yeah. That's a great theme song. We, we could do that one. Um, <laughs> but, th- but then again, that, that is a long intro. Yeah. I bet there's another uh, verse or two I've never heard, though, with that You're song. You're probably right. Just like uh, the first time we did the theme songs, we played, um, of course, in honor of Blake. Yeah. We did the Golden Girls. Sure. There's a lot more to that Golden Girls song than... It catches you off because you're like, I know the fucking Golden Girls. And then you get halfway through and you're like, I don't know what these words are. Same way with Cheers. Absolutely, Cheers. We did that song too and you're like, what the fuck? Sometimes they let the whole song play, but everyone knows the short version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. There's a whole part where he's like in a plane... And like doing other stuff to get to Bel Air that they cut out for most of the shows, and they just play like a you know forty five second. He's on the playground. He's uh, in the cab. Yo, home, smell you later. But there's a lot more to that song because I like rapping on this show because I'm a terrible singer. So I like rapping because I feel like you don't have to sing. And I was thinking maybe I'll do Fresh Prince, but maybe I don't know three quarters of it. No right. So that stopped me from doing that. Did you did you have another one that you wanted to do? I am going to do and I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and read the the wiki to it and you'll go, "Okay, okay." The wi- okay, so this is a surprise. Mm-hmm. Good. I love surprises. Here we go. Different Strokes is an American television sitcom that aired on NBC from November 3rd, 1978. Danny Cooksey. To May 4th, 1985. And on ABC Mm-hmm. So it made the switch. That's a rare. Rare. From ABC, on ABC from September 27th, my birthday. Happy birthday. 1985 to March 7th, 1986. The series starred Gary Coleman and Todd Bridges as Arnold and Willis Jackson. What you talking about, Willis? Uh, respectively, two African-American boys from Harlem taken into taken in by a rich white park. This show would never work today. Mr. Uh, Drummond. Yeah, a rich white Park Avenue business and a widower named... Uh, Philip Drummond, Conrad Bain, and his daughter, Kimberly Dana Plato, R.I.P., died because she could not control her cocaine. She loved drugs. Uh, for whom their deceased mother previously worked. During the first season and the first season and first half of the second season, Charlotte Ray also starred as Mrs. Edna Gardner, the Drummond's first housekeeper, who ultimately spun off into her own sitcom, The Facts of Life. Let me ask you, though. Okay. Because you just said her name was uh, Mrs. Gardner. Uh-huh. Is it Mrs. Gardner or Mrs. Garrett? Oh, Gar- no, it's just what it say here. Does it say Gardner there? Oh, it said Edna Garrett. Garrett okay, because I was yes, wondering if, yes. like we've been talking about previously, yeah. if they had changed her name. No, 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 it's Garrett. Because I remember her being Mrs. Garrett or Miss Garrett or whatever yeah. on Facts of Life. You take the good, you take the bad, you the take Facts them both. of Life. You take them both and then you have. The Facts of Life. That's right. As a house mother at the fictional uh, Eastland School. Yeah. The second housekeeper, Adelaide Brubaker, was played by Nidra Voles. The third housekeeper, Pearl Gallagher, was played by Mary Jo Catlett, appearing first as a recurring character before eventually becoming a main cast member. All I remember is Charlotte Ray as Mrs. Garrett. I don't remember those Me other neither. two. The series made stars out of Coleman, Bridges, and Plato, and became known for their very special episode in which the Jeez. series... Yes, I know. Uh, serious issues such racism, illegal drugs, use, alcoholism, hitchhiking, kidnapping, and sexual abuse yes. were dramatically explored. The, li- the lives of these stars were later plagued by legal troubles, drug addiction, with Plato and Coleman suffering, or suffering early deaths in 1999 and 2010, respectively. Yeah. Yeah, Coleman was one of those guys. He was like him and uh, he. He was so popular as this. He's like a little black kid, and he's like, "How old's that kid?" He's like, "He's twelve. Well, he's he's two and a half feet tall. Shouldn't he be twice as tall?" And then they're like, "You know what's popular? 
tiny black kids. Mm-hmm. Well, let's make another show. And Webster. We'll, and we'll call it Webster. <laughs> well, so they had a big search for little black kids, and they big found ser- a, what, Do you remember that kid's name? Uh, oh, God, what was his name? Emmanuel Lewis. Emmanuel Lewis. And yeah. uh, I remember Michael Jackson had a thing for Mr. Lewis. Ugh. If, uh, if I, and he's still alive today, Emmanuel Lewis. Is he? Yeah, he's probably in his mid to late 40s. I, be, I I'd always love to hear like honest stories from guys like Corey Feldman mm-hmm. or Macaulay Culkin or Emmanuel Lewis, people who spent time with Michael with Jackson. Michael Jackson? I, I think if you're a parent and you're saying, yes, I want my kid to be in show business, you're probably not a very good parent, first of all. So allowing them to spend time with someone who has very questionable morals, like a man, uh, Mr. Jackson. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ooh. Ms. Jackson. Uh, the only person you don't want to hear from that spent time with Michael Jackson is uh, Wade Robson. Who is that? The the guy who did the... The HBO thing? The HBO thing. The the dancer, the choreographer, Wade Robson. I don't know that. I don't know that. Don't know the name? No. That's who, what that, the the one that really made Michael look bad after his death, that they did the, uh, what, Leaving Neverland, or I don't know, whatever it was he did called. that? That was him on the HBO uh, something Neverland or whatever. Yeah, that's Wade Robson. Okay, I never saw that because Wade Robson was a young child who imper- who loved Michael Jackson, impersonated Michael okay. Jackson, danced like Michael Jackson, was a really really good dancer. He, he he grew up to be a very very famous choreographer. And he he he's one of the main guys who was affected by Michael Jackson. Yes. See, there's stuff like that where it's like, okay, Michael Jackson's dead. If he did some of that stuff, that's fucked up. But what am I going to gain by watching that? I'm going to go to bed sad. I, don't I never did watch bed. it. I don't want to. I love Michael Jackson. I don't want to watch something that's going to make Michael Ugh. Jackson look like something that he may or might may or may or may not have been. I think if you see later interviews with him right. or like documentaries and shit, and you see the things that he's just doing, you're like, oh, this is like a super fucked up guy. Very, did, very. Did he very, touch very. kids? Maybe. I don't know. But I tell I you, wasn't there. I tell you what, his father was a, a human monster, and he, he, between him and just all the fame and money, Michael Jackson got fucked up as a kid, mm-hmm. and so he he probably did some bad shit and had just a hundred people around him making a ton of money mm-hmm. who kept saying, "It's okay, Michael, go ahead, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We we are on we're on the bill, we're on the we're on the pay. Uh, was it what we're on the what when you're getting paid from someone? Oh, uh, what the hell's that called? Whatever it is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But uh, Michael Jackson, not a bad... The thing that always stuck out about his dad, I don't know if you remember this, when Michael Jackson, uh, when he died, they had a big funeral. It was televised. Mm-hmm. And they Michael Jackson's dad, Joe Jackson, shows up. Mm-hmm. And the cameras and the reporters go to Joe Jackson. They're like, hey, Joe, you know, we're so, so sorry about your son. Is there anything you want to say? And then Joe starts talking about a new album that he's produced. And I was like, you're... Your kid is dead. <laughs> yeah, your son. Your he son is a bad this, human. This being. is a literal. This actually happened. And you're like, Joe. Joe, you're you're here to pay homage to your child. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about he's promoting an album. Mm-hmm. So fuck that. Well, uh, I'm gonna step up to the mic and give it all I got for yeah. this uh, for this uh, last theme song from the show Different Strokes. Yeah, please do. Move to the beat of just one drum. You may not be right for some. Man is born in the wind of means. And along come two that nothing about the genes. But they got different strokes it takes. Different strokes it takes. Different strokes to move the world. 
Everybody's got a special kind of story. Everybody finds a way to shine. No matter what you got, not what they'll have theirs, I'll have a mine. And together we'll be fine. It takes different strokes to move the world. Yes, it does. It takes different strokes to move the world. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That song will live in for me for me uh, for when uh, Dave Chappelle on Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. You, you remember that episode? Uh, he, yes. He goes to like a barber shop. Yes. And it's it's a clearly like a set with everything. You get like black guys and Mexican guys, and each of them respond to a different musical instrument. Yes. Oh yes. And I think Questlove comes in and starts yeah. playing the drums to a different. John Mayer song. shows up. Yes. <laughs> to play oh, a guitar. So funny. Love, so funny. I love. I love. I love. I love me some fucking Dave Chappelle show. And Dave's like that was when it was like young, skinny, wiry Dave. Now mm. he's all kind of weird, muscly, Muscle, lumpy. Yeah. But back then he was like dancing around and moving. You know how he's like would shimmy around when he danced. Oh, it's the best. The best. The uh, best. Great job. Who do we got sitting here? Ah, some guy. Some some guy. Hey, uh, oh, well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> well, I guess I got to turn him on. There you go. Yeah. That's a good song. That's a good song. Yeah. What's your favorite theme song uh, for a TV show? A Golden Girls. Yeah. We've done that one. Yeah. Did you sing that when you were, did you sing that one on here? Uh, I don't, I don't who, know. Who was it, Scott? Do you remember? I don't remember. I know he was down here for that episode. We're it might have been him. We were talking about how like sometimes you hear a theme song that lasts 30 to 45 seconds, and you're like, I will listen to that song separately from the show, and there's like three extra minutes on it. You're like, I've never heard these other fucking <laughs> verses in my that? life. What is this shit? My favorite thing has become uh, from the Golden Girls theme is that one that you see it around, and people lip sync to it where he's like, something. it's like a black guy singing. He was, and he's like, uh, oh, this is, he's like, new, 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 new. I don't know that. Oh, at you all. haven't. Oh, let me. You play. know what he's talking about? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. How was your dinner? That's pretty good. Do you have uh, brats? We had brats, and we had uh, uh, macaroni and cheese from uh, Costco. Ooh yeah, Ooh, that looked yeah. good. Yeah, that's an all-American meal right there. Do you have any vegetables? Oh no. You know what I say about vegetables? I, 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 Who needs them? I had onions. That counts. I had onions. Yeah, that counts. You doing all right? Huh? Yeah. Are you out of sorts? I'm just exhausted. What from what? <laughs> from what? <laughs> what 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 did you do? Huh? Just life. Life's got you down. I've been on a bender. Oh, on a you? bender? Like a drinking bender? Yeah. Has it been a booze weekend? Yeah, and yeah. I worked yesterday twelve hours and, and I'm 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 middle loaded middle loaded this week. Middle loaded. Middle yeah. loaded so you got a lot of stuff going on in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. You ever get hot loaded? Yeah, I put a stuff a tampon up my butt that sure. is cover is soaked in alcohol. Sure. And vodka. Ooh, yeah. Way to get it done. Vodka. I, I want to play this real quick and see if it's the, the one from that I think it is. Okay. Yeah, you do that. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> that's what Kiryos Biggie sounds like in my in, in my living room. That's what that's what that's what Kiryos Biggie sounds like in my living room right there. So when we're down here recording, you hear us singing up there. Oh, that's what it sounds like yes. Okay, it's it's excellent. If you will have a 
little party. Got these paper thin floors. Hey, uh, so you mentioned you were working twelve hours. That's at the uh, the Moose Lodge where you are a bartender. Yeah. Um, you work what one or two shifts a week? Two or three? Two or three. Okay. Uh, how many of those do you get drunk? No, never. So, you, are you allowed to drink at all while you're there? No. Okay. I mean, I've been given permission, on, but I don't. Okay. Because I don't know. I, to me, it's... I mean, I'm there for 12 hours if I start drinking when I get there. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've had ones before my shift. I've had ones after yeah, my shift. Maybe not one year. But then after, in the day, as the day goes on, maybe the same yeah, day. No, you have a couple of drinks with I, the patrons. I, okay. So, I see that the, the moose are looking for volunteers. Could that be... Anybody, I mean, not not that I have time to do it now, but moose members. It's got to be moose the, the moosey members to be the volunteers. Yeah, and, and and right now would be a great time to become a moose member because uh, they're waiving the initiation fee, so it's only fifty dollars for men. And until April, when the women become equal, it's only thirty bucks for the women. Oh wow, it's nice. worth it. You, That's a bargain. Yeah. If you figure on, you know, you can get a fellowship. A, you can go get the steak fries. Steak fry. Um, as of this recording, we're open back up. We're doing the jackpot again, Taco Thursdays, um, buckets with Blake on every Saturday. $9. Buckets of Blake. Buckets of Blake. Buckets with Blake. Oh, buckets, oh, buckets with Blake. Nine dollar buckets. Now there's an opportunity missed with Taco Thursday, right? It used to be Taco Tuesday. Sure. What happened? Um, they wanted to have the kitchen open for the night of the drawing, which is a Thursday. Okay. The jackpot drawings. Okay. How and how are the tacos again? Are they very good. Oh, they're 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 better than they they used to be, used to be decent. So hopefully they've they they better. used to be decent. Then they were really good, and then they were decent again. Then COVID happened, which then they weren't nothing. They didn't exist. So who, who, who's making them now? Oh, uh, they hired a a girl that uh, is going to bartend and be a uh, cook, and she graduated from culinary school. Oh, so we should and get some good tacos. Unlike the the last one we had, who was uh, a uh, cook for the carnival. <laughs> so, okay, so who had priors? Th- this lady who's a culinary lady. Is she, how old is she, roughly? She's very young. She just got out of school. Okay, is, does she have to be a moose member to work there, or do you get no. free membership if you work there? Um, I'm not sure if you get free membership, but you, you, if you're employed there, you don't necessarily have to be. It's like a regular job. So she's a bartender, but in between serving drinks, she's preparing and serving oh, well, uh, tacos. I'm, she's going to be a, a fill-in bartender. And she's going to be a primarily the cook on the nights that we Interesting. Cook. This here's, is this is pretty hot, juicy. Here's podcast. the main question. Interesting. Here's the main question. Yeah, yeah. Is she attractive? Um, she's too young for me to say that. Whether I think that young, really? Well, I mean, under eighteen. No, she's not under eighteen. Well, she's bartending. She's over eighteen. She's twenty one. She's twenty one. That's old but, enough. Uh, I don't know what the line is for. I'm going to train too. her Tuesday night. I know what you're saying. You got to learn how to make the drinks and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Because you take a vodka drink, you take a lager drink, a cider drink. If you decide to drink, (laughs) he still got it. Hey, Blake. Yes. You stick around for the next one. Uh, I'll I'll stick around for a little bit. A little bit. Do it. Yeah. All right. So (laughs) I'll bring you some uh, more. Some more. Some more uh, entertaining conversation. conversation. Some moose witticisms. Some moose, moose, mooses. Yeah, uh, Jason. Um, thank you for being a friend, and thank you for uh, hearing back again. I don't know. Is that the song? No, 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 no. He was just setting you up so he could do that again. You have a you have other podcasts. Yeah, I do. I do one with Blake here. It's called Couch Pilots. Check that out if you got some time to kill. It's a fun one. 
And then uh, The Importance of Seeing Ernest was my old one. Mm-hmm. And now it's called the Ernest uh, P. Worrell Preservation Nation Society. Society. Uh, perhaps the worst name uh, podcast next to Karaoke Biggie. Yeah, it's especially like way <laughs> harder to find. Yeah, yeah. Than than carry almost you know it's as bad as the Sixer. Yeah, thinking we thought we were gonna fall right in with that uh, the Seventy Sixer podcast. You know about basketball draft in there behind the NBA. None is the case. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple podcasts brewing. If you want to check them out, please do. It's fun, Blake. What do you think? Is it fun? Well, it's a great time. It's a real good time. You got anything else cooking, Blake? Podcast wise. Oh no, podcast wise, I know. You're, you're uh, done. You're, you're done. Tell us he's about the Tell us about the woodworking. Is that he's trying to get me to stop podcasting? No, he's just he keeps he wants saying me how he to hates say, it. He wants me to say, "Okay, we're done," and no. then he'll go, he'll go, "Oh, all right, all right man." <laughs> he, he looks so defeated every time we we podcast. I just I'm I'm trying to give him an out, but he won't take it. Blake, I walked up and I noticed you have a garage full of wood now, like a whole garage, like no cars coming coming. It's coming in there. Yeah, and I've been instructed that that has to change here. With the the turning, so of the are, are you building cabinets now? I see cabinets in your garage. No, people bring me um, like just wood. If they if it's something made of wood and they don't want it, they just bring it to my house. Here's uh, some old cabinets. Do what you wish. Uh, and I got a uh, I got a, uh, a a big huge Ziploc bag full of hinges. Nice. And a big huge bag of handles because somebody said, well, "I see you're making stuff." You guys didn't. You saw what I did. You see what I, what I finished today. I the, saw that table sitting out the there. The bench. No, no, it's not here. I, I, um, yeah, I, oh, uh, I think Molly posted this up. Was it like an old? Good looking bench. Nice work. Good job. It's Dad. a restoration right there. That's what I thought. Uh, it was pretty hot. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, go check this out. This pilot may have been. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Go check out our sponsors. Go to hempbob.com and use the promo code KBEPOD for 20% off all of your CBD needs. Go to Vapor.com, use the same promo code for 10% off all of your vaping needs. Check out our newest sponsor, EatMeGuiltFree.com. Go to EatMe, go to uh, Facebook, go find the uh, link, follow that link to EatMe.com and enjoy whatever they have to offer you. Free shipping, I think they're having right now. But uh, that click through uh, is my way of letting them know that you went there. From me. So go check that out. And uh, I'm going to play this little sweet ditty out. Your guys' favorite song. Old school, high in the sky. Party Cinderella's oh, look, here. Oh. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Spotify. Check us out on Instagram. Check us out on TikTok. Just, you know, you know where to find us. And remember, you can't be a star if you don't shine. Peace. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. Thanks for coming to my house. Thanks for showing up, and I didn't know you were coming.